Hey, this is Julia Stern, and you're listening to Not My Best, the podcast that reminds you it's okay not to perform at your best 100% of the time. When we shift the focus to become a little bit better, instead of trying to be at our best all the time, we'll accomplish a lot more and we'll have way more fun doing it. Let's get into it. Hey, Not My Best community, this is Julia Stern, and I'm coming to you with a brief message today in what's a really bizarre time for everyone. I think it would feel a little bit inauthentic to talk about anything else other than the pandemic that is sweeping our communities, our nation, and ultimately our world right now. And I waited for as long as I could to record this. It's actually Monday morning, but I waited for as long as I could because my thoughts and my feelings changed drastically by day, if not by hour or even minute at times. And though I have pre-recorded episodes that I could have used, I think that now is an important time to connect while we're all doing this social distancing thing, but we're longing for community more than ever. And so I want to give you my take on what's happened to us, not scientifically, but emotionally and where I think it's headed. And I'm going to speak in terms of New York City because that's where I'm from and I live. I imagine what's happened this past week in New York City as a wave. And waves begin with calm waters. And at the beginning of last week, I ordered my groceries with plenty of delivery times available. And I'm saying that understanding what a privilege it is to have groceries delivered in the first place and I'll get there. But I was thinking that more preparation would mean less worry. I stocked up on all my oatmeal because my husband eats it literally by like the container. And so I was fine. I went along like most knowing that something would escalate, but I had nothing to worry about. And then the wave started to formulate throughout the week when the NBA was canceled and then other sports leagues and then Broadway. And I would try to go back to get a little bit more groceries, but all of the times for delivery were canceled for that day and the next day and the next. And I would go to the store and wait on a line that was wrapped around the store in what was a crazy time. The shift in New York City at that time was audible. And when I went outside, it was as if a light switch had turned on and people started to move just a little bit differently. I started to worry, but yet still I felt ultimately calm. The people who were excited to work from home kept like a lighthearted feeling on what could have felt 100% dark. So I Purelled a little bit more, I avoided going to the gym, and the wave was a little bit bigger, but it wasn't yet fully formulated. And now, over the weekend, it seems like the wave is at its peak. The ease that I first felt when my dad, who is high risk, told me that he was working from home is gone as I watched the cases rise in New Jersey. And what really instilled fear in myself was reading these warnings from Italy about what was about to happen and understanding that the healthy and the self-deemed invincible could be spreading this beyond any of our capabilities to contain it. And that's when full quarantine mode set in for me. And though I'm not panicked, I am fully 100% aware at all times. Andy continually has the news on and I've seen more of de Blasio and Cuomo in my living room that I have probably ever. Numbers are rising by the hour. Schools are closed. Bars and restaurants are only available for takeout. There's talk of curfews and what feels like the verge of a citywide shutdown. Rumble last night has chosen to close its doors temporarily, and though it's the correct decision and what's best for our health and our safety, there's a financially induced anxiety in all of us. And that's for the fortunate. What about families that couldn't stock up on groceries? What about banks and the fallout on our economy? And how about those who the virus will leave unemployed, homeless, or worse, physically sick? This wave is about to crash. 
And despite how all of that sounded, I'm not here on today's episode to recap and bring doom into your speakers. Rather, I'm here to connect and apply the better not best mindset in a situation where there's no playbook. Here's my thoughts. There's no best plan of action here. We cannot fix this overnight no matter what, and we certainly cannot do it alone. And so, we cannot individually all carry the weight of the world on our hearts and our shoulders. Does that mean ignore? Absolutely not, so stay with me here. I know that my anxiety increases when I start to think of others, like those who this virus will leave sick or hungry or unemployed, and that quickly escalates to thinking that society has one big snowball of failure, and hence we are doomed. And guess what? That helps nothing and no one. And so the answer is to cut the negative mindset at the source. We need to be kind and we need to help each other, but we first must take care of ourselves. Why? Because it's impossible to show kindness from a place of fear and self-destruction. It's impossible to sit in fear and have the capability to be a light for others. And so ultimately, that would be doing more harm than good. Take this time to be healthy. I love pizza and my family's favorite saying is hide these freshly baked cookies from Julia before she eats them all. True story, my best friends all know that about me. But I can truly say that when I take care of my body, my levels of anxiety are so much lower. If you follow my Instagram, I unknowingly started this month with what I was calling meal prep march. I bought and prepared all of my meals in an effort to eat less junk. I also gave up alcohol. I feel so much better and my stress levels are so much more under my control and I'm sticking to it until further notice. Now I'm not saying that you can't have wine while you're under this 12th quarantine if you want to, but have you ever had hangover anxiety? I have, and I would imagine that hangover plus coronavirus anxiety is double that, and it's a self-destructive place that I wouldn't want to be in right now. Use this time to be productive, creative, reflective. Use it to rest, but don't use it for one big gigantic snow day that lasts for months. Wake up in the morning and take five deep breaths. Get some fresh air. Take up running. Read, learn, connect. And most importantly, socially distance yourself not only from those who are high risk, but from others who are not. We're living in a world where we constantly need to be busy, flaunting, showing everybody else what we're doing. This could be a wake-up call to that. It's okay to find some solitude. It's okay not to be out. It's okay not to be moving at 100 miles per hour right now. And in fact, the world depends on it. It's only after we do that for ourselves that we can help others. In the notes of this episode, I'm going to link organizations that could desperately use our help. It's an increased time of need for support, and for empathy. And while we can't get together, we can certainly connect and Not My Best is a DM away. You can find me on Instagram at Not My Best Podcast. You can find me personally at Julia L. Stern. And let's have a conversation about it. My pet peeve is when people swear off the year and it's only March 17th. 2020 is not our year. 2021 will be our year. 2019 wasn't your year either. So when is it going to be time for you to work on yourself, develop your health, develop your better not best mindset and get your life moving. Traumatic events that had happened to me in 2019 allowed me to really separate myself and my personal growth from the events that were happening around me. I was really looking forward in 2020 to finding peace, to finding calmness and stillness after what was a traumatic and very hectic 2019 for me. And so 2020 is still my year. Yes, we're in a very difficult time, but you can find yourself and you can find personal growth within that very difficult time. 
I want to quickly touch back on that wave example. After a wave crashes, there's calm waters again. And if you've been underneath that wave, there's this like very calm moment that is refreshing and renewed. And at the end of this crash, there will be a moment of renewal. You will feel refreshed. And it's only after we make all of these realizations and we work on ourselves first before reaching out and helping others that there'll be any growth from this. If you listen to episode one, I say that one of my favorite things to tell myself in a time of overwhelm is do what you can and that's all you can do. And I think right now is the perfect time to say, let's do what we can. We are not at our best right now, but we certainly can use this time to come out of the darkness a little bit better. Since we're all at home with a lot less to do, I will be back on Thursday with a special bonus episode. Usually this is just a Tuesday-only podcast, but we have another episode this week with some things that I'm doing during this time that could lift your spirits a little bit. Stay healthy, stop trying to live your best life, start actually living a better one, and I will see you on Thursday.